Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hall Burkhart. So, buddy, we have done dedicated episodes to Street Fighter, which I think is a fair statement to say that we both consider that the finest fighting game franchise of all time. Agreed. And we've done a dedicated episode to Mortal Kombat, another strong entry in the history of... Um, fighting games right agreed agreed the one that set the standard for storytelling in fighting games in my opinion uh, yeah especially with that later like with uh, mortal kombat 9 right mm-hmm. there's a bunch of other fighting games out there and i know we have messed around with a lot of them but i don't know that i have the knowledge or experience with any of these other fighting game franchises that aren't Street Fighter, and Mortal Kombat. So what we figured we'd do is just sort of a loose episode talking about fighting games that aren't Street Fighter and Kung Fu. Uh, Kung Fu, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Clearly, I've got something up on the screen. Um, So that's what we're going to do today. I'm looking forward to it because I do have some pretty fond memories playing some of these other games as well. Yeah, same. Um, before we do that, though, buddy, we haven't uh, gotten a what are you playing update in a little while. So, Steve, what are you playing? Yeah, so um, I've um, I've put Elden Ring down for a little bit. I'm sure I'll come back to it, like I do with all the From stuff. I I just kind of always playing their games at some some point or another. But you know, we've been doing a, a little Halo, yep. jumping back into Halo for season two. Um, we've been getting together on weekends and doing that. I've been doing a little bit of it myself during the week, just the multiplayer stuff, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's always nice to play some Halo, but man, I have some times with it where (laughs) it still just irritates the hell out of me, you know, mostly when I'm forced to play like tactical Slayer or whatever. (laughs) We had, uh, we had a pretty good time in Halo last night. I thought, uh, the, (laughs) the Xbox chat topics are pretty dark recently but it's a lot of fun um and we're doing pretty good um i i do wish our buddy nick um was around to play because it's just been me you and will and uh, we we operate at our highest capacity as a four piece right but 
Yeah. Even as a three piece, we've had some good games. We've had some good games. In fact, last night the uh, catchphrase of the night was, "I'm pretty good at Halo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had a really sweet clutch mo- uh, moment where was was it what's the name of that game type attrition attrition yes attrition yeah and so that's the one where each team has limited lives and it was down to you and another guy and you each on your last spawn and he had the overshield and killed he had killed will will yep. managed to do a little damage to him first but you clutched it you managed to dance this dude around, empty your assault rifle, whip out your pistol. He he retreated a bit, and you tracked him down and killed him and won wow. the game. And and as soon as it was over, you just were like, before we could be like, holy shit, Haas, you were just like, pretty good at Halo. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was, we're the best Halo team that's ever existed. We were having a fire capture the flag. I turned around a good bit on Halo capture the flag if we're playing together when we're that's pl- what i'm saying yeah. it, it, it's great if we have all our team there even hell three of us like capture the flag is is actually a pretty good fucking time yeah we were having, <laughs> and we kind of bitched about it a lot at the beginning but i gotta give capture the flag it's due it's, it's pretty fucking fun i'm not gonna lie i prefer ca- yeah, regular it. to the one flag business but even Me one too. flag Me i too. can have some fun in yeah will <laughs> and i pulled off a good um warthog rush back to the base like he grabbed the flag and i was driving the warthog and yeah and it was my first time driving somebody back for a score oh, that felt pretty good it feels good right and then like i was in the banshee for a lot of that match and i'm not particularly good with the banshee the ghost is my vehicle of choice when it comes to halo right um but i had some pretty not to pat myself on the back too much pretty good at halo um <laughs> i had some pretty clutch kills and flag returns in the banshee um nice so it was a pretty good match that's pretty good that's a, that's a tricky flying you're doing right there um so i've been still playing a little star wars lego the skywalker saga taking it kind of slow that's not necessarily a game that i can sit down and re- devote a whole day to or even like a long um session of um mm-hmm. i so i played some of that i got a i played that game paladins on mm. the playstation it's 100 percent a uh overwatch ripoff but uh oh, okay it's pretty fun it's free to play i just checked it out and it's pretty f- i mean it's an Overwatch ripoff. If you like Overwatch, you might like this, right? Uh, and yeah. the game I have been addicted to is Loop Hero. I can't stop playing Loop Hero on my Steam Deck. Um, oh, man, I'm so jealous of your Steam Deck. I want to play it, too. Loop Hero is by far not, like, pushing the the Steam Deck to its, uh, you know, to its limits as far as performance because it's a pretty simple game. Um, so... You know, as I, I play around with the Steam Deck, I'm trying to pay attention to uh, the battery life. And if I'm playing, you know, um, like I was playing Monster Hunter Stories a little bit, which is like a turn-based RPG set in the Mar- Monster Hunter universe, the battery life will say it, it'll last like two hours, two and a half hours. Uh, on Loop Hero, <laughs> it says that battery lasts seven hours. That's how little nice. Loop Hero <laughs> uses and I just find myself like, because it's so easy to just get in and do a loop or two, 
um, I'll find myself taking, like if I take a break from work, I'll do a quick loop or two. Or if uh, before I go to bed, I'll sit in bed and do a few loops and loop hero. And I really like that game. I really like that game. So um, that comes recommended for me. I know it's a bit of an older game, but it checks out. And by older, okay. I mean uh, last year. <laughs> um, I'm glad to see you getting into the roguelite like stuff you know um that's that is part of the big appeal is it's like you can do a run and it doesn't take too much of your time mm -hmm. and, and come back to it later and it's the same game and you it's know? real it's not like it also hits this weird spot with me where it's real weird and dark and there's like i don't know like it's 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 weird so that helps as well and then like i've been fucking around with a handful of other games on the steam deck um, just trying it out and it, that thing's pretty cool, man. I, I, at some point I need to look into doing some of the more advanced stuff like emulation. Um, mm -hmm. but I haven't taken the time to do that yet. I need to get an SD card for it first. Um, so that's my next step. Cool. Um, <laughs> I've also been playing a game. I, it's a game I played off and on for a long time called shadow tactics blades of the samurai mm, that's a cool and game that's a pretty fun little um it's very slow paced like tactical rpg um and it's it's a lot of fun you know you have like five characters and they all have different strengths and weaknesses and you have to kind of coordinate them all or a few of them together to accomplish a goal yeah i'm farther in it than i have, have ever been i'll see if i can keep my interest in it enough to to get through this time but um there's some other stuff that's been calling my name. I'm starting to feel like maybe it's time to play through cyberpunk. I'm getting that uh, feeling too. So you know how you made the a deal with me about watching a certain anime so we can talk about it. Like not on the show necessarily, but um, I'll make a deal with you when you start playing cyberpunk, I'll start playing cyberpunk because we need to do an episode about it. And yeah, do you think Josh Hargis would come and talk to us about that? Or, or is he too big time for us? He's probably too big time for us, huh? He's probably too big time for us, but you know, you never know. It might be worth an ask. Yeah. Legends. We, I'm not I'm not I'm not above getting big timed. You I, know, I, especially buddy, when it You want to talk about getting big timed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So <laughs> fighting games. <laughs> um so it, in our discussions leading into this, talking about like sort of the different franchises we wanted to talk about, you brought up one that I should have thought about, but didn't. And it predates Street Fighter by quite a long time. Take it away, buddy. Oh, man. So we're talking about Ye Yi-R Kung Fu, and that's spelled Y-I-E space A-R space Kung Fu. And it was really primitive, like, you know, we're talking, this was 85, I mm -hmm. want to say, mm -hmm. somewhere around there. So, you, you know, you can imagine the type of graphics, but it was basically like a fighting game. You controlled a guy who was a kung fu expert, and you basically had to fight through a, a line of guys with different specialties. Uh -huh. And usually the name of the guy you were fighting was just basically their weapon. So, like, the nunchuck guy or whatever was just named nunchucks. And uh, it was really cool, man. You had to kind of learn these little patterns and how to dodge and when you could get the hits in. It was almost a little bit more of a puzzle game than a fighting game. But it was 
the proto Street Fighter, yeah, basically. I don't know. It was really fucking cool. I remember seeing it in my local arcade because this, okay, so this game came out um, over here in 1985, right? Okay, so 85, yeah. yeah I would have been like two years old at the time. I remember seeing. Yeah, I would have been seven, I think. So. Yeah, I saw Yi'ar Kung Fu at the local Diamond Gyms in Columbus, Mississippi. Shout out. Um, and it was so beat up, like the arcade cabinet. And it was a game at that age that I couldn't really wrap my head around playing it myself, but I would stand there and watch people play quite a bit. And, uh, it was so cool. I was so impressed. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously it would, the fighting genre would go leaps and bounds beyond but at the at the time it was really an in- interesting idea you know for yeah. uh, an arcade game and apparently very very successful for konami it was the highest grossing arcade conversion kit in 1985 in the united states that's really interesting i had no idea that it was yeah. how it did that's cool that it was successful <laughs> so you know then I would imagine both of our uh, fighting game timelines go to Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. The next game that I remember being a big deal, sort of chronologically, in fighting game, my personal fighting game history, was Killer Instinct. Yeah, I, I, I think as far as I go as well, that's probably the case. There were definitely a few more in between there. But like I was never really into like Fatal Fury or the or, like the Neo Geo stuff, Art of Fighting. I never had Although, access I mean, to I, it. You know what I mean? Like same, it, yeah. There, that I heard was, those games were good. Yeah, it's it is a blank spot in my fighting game knowledge, and and like even I've never really put much time into a King of Fighters. Even uh, I would love to, mm-hmm. but it's just you know I I have a blind spot to that, so. And there was actually one more in between there that I actually really got into, and that was Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown, um, an SNK game. Yep. Mm-hmm. That but game that is one, cool. that one had a it had a good arcade presence for me. That mm-hmm. I, I was always able to find Samurai Showdown and Samurai Showdown Two at the arcade, and I always loved that one. Kind of loved the weapon based mm-hmm. uh, fighting. How the, the there were kind of fatalities, but they were just kind of would happen in the game, the yep. flow of the game, or whatever. The characters were cool. I loved the design. I thought they all looked cool as hell. That was definitely one Beautiful. that I enjoyed. I still play it. You know? Beautiful sprite work in those games. Just mm-hmm. like so fun to even just watch people play a Samurai Showdown game. Those games are really cool. Agreed. And it was rebooted somewhat recently. And it's a really good game. I, I, from what I understand, the net code is, is really bad. So I'm not uh. sure it's it's worth worth playing if you're looking for online play but uh, if you've got fun. a friend who play couch fighting games with it's it's the reboot is really good in that case but but yeah i think killer instinct might have been the next yeah big one you know and... that kind of blew the top <laughs> off yeah it came out in 1994 um it was developed by rare which we mentioned in our last episode about the nintendo 64 and it to right. me like street fighter had such an obvious distinct style to it like it's it looks like street fighter you can look at a street fighter game and go oh this is street fighter same thing that can be said with mortal kombat right 
immediately recognizable. To me, Killer Instinct has a pretty strong presence in it, the way it looks. The, it's, you know, sort of graphical style. And oh, I totally agree. Yeah, it, 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 it looked really cutting edge for the time. Mm-hmm. The, the character models and stuff. It almost looked like like a CG, like a, like a movie CG or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and, and at the time, it just looked really cool. I remember seeing it and just being like, wow. And I remember being lucky and it, it had just come out but the guy that i watched knew how to do somebody's ultra combo oh. i want to say it was chief thunder okay and and i was watching this happen like this like 30 hit combo and I, and at in my head i'm just watching the screen i'm not watching the dude's hands so mm-hmm. I, i'm thinking oh my god he just did a 30 hit combo what the hell and then it turns out that the game does all that shit for you but you know that's okay yeah <laughs> still blew my mind <laughs> that combo system the ultra combo and shit and hearing the announcer go ultra combo mm-hmm. oh my god like it was such a loud do you remember how loud that arcade machine was it was like a sure do. it was like the rude fucking roommate you had in college that wouldn't stop <laughs> listening to self-help books on tape that is <laughs> that is not a uh, i don't have any experience with that but <laughs> Um, yeah, you would you would hear uh, you would hear people get ultra combos from across the fucking arcade. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, then uh, fucking <clears throat> followed by a bunch of like sh- cheers and shit talking and stuff. Um, uh-huh. Who was your kill- killer instinct guy? Because I had a killer instinct guy. Well, I had man, two. Uh, it, gun to my head, if I had to pick one, it's probably Saber Wolf. Saber but Wolf I really was liked... one of mine. Yeah, I really liked a lot of the characters in in Killer Instinct. I liked Fulgore. Yeah, I like um, Glacius was cool. Jago was cool. Jago and Saberwolf were my two main guys. But you know, there are some cool fucking characters. Um, what was the f- Black Orchid? Is that the lady's name? It just, yeah, it was Black Orchid, but in the game they just changed it to Orchid. Right. Right. Orchid. TJ yeah. Combo. I really liked playing with TJ Combo. Um. I loved that they each had two fatalities. A couple of them had three. Mm-hmm. And then you could also do the humiliation where you just made them dance or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, had like stage fatalities and all that good stuff. It's just a really fun game. So like in the, you know, in the history of fighting games, I don't think it's unfair to say that at least for a little while you would see f- fighting games that were inspired by street fighter or fighting games mm-hmm. that were inspired by mortal Kombat, and killer instinct was definitely more inspired by mortal Kombat. i think wouldn't you say oh, yeah absolutely yeah even even with kind of quote-unquote more realistic graphics you um know? killer instinct 2 really cool like just yep solid uh follow-up with some new characters like i remember maya i think was one of the ones there was a new character in two. Um, he was mm-hmm. Tusk, maybe being another one that's coming to mind. <laughs> yeah, and, I definitely, I didn't like the second one as much as the first one. Me neither. I wasn't able. To, I, probably because I wasn't as good at it, but I did like it. I thought it was cool, especially when it came out for the N sixty four. It was nice to have like a home version that was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember there was a uh, a lady ninja. Kim Wu, I believe, was her name in Killer Instinct Two, and that was like my new character. You know what I mean for the game. That's the one I ended right. up picking up a lot on. And then that's a you franchise. Know, um, Go ahead. 
Oh, go, no, go ahead. Yeah, you finish up with Killer Instinct. Yeah. I was going to say, um, as a franchise that then went away for a really long time. Oh, and yeah. Uh, was, uh, yeah. And was it the Xbox One? Yeah. Was that when it came back? Yeah. It, it was a, the reboot was a launch game for the Xbox One in 2013, a game that I was really stoked to pick up and is pretty solid. Like that Xbox yeah. One Killer Instinct is a pretty solid fighting game. I just, I got it at launch, didn't have anybody to play against, right? Because I was the only idiot that went and pre-ordered an Xbox One for launch. Um, and, you know, played through it a good bit, but never played, I've never played it against anybody. Maybe we did. Maybe you came over one day and we played the new Killer a Instinct little a little bit. But solid. And, and the funny thing is, is they started adding in like Microsoft associated characters like the Arbiter and general ram from gears of war mm -hmm. and right. one of the uh uh battle toads i'm pretty sure they added yeah rash nice mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but a solid game and a game that if you were ever like uh will's not playing halo tonight and you were like you want to play killer instinct i absolutely would do that one night you totally should that'd be fun um i think it's pretty well regarded that mm -hmm. reboot i think people people are pretty high on it as being like a really good competitive one I like think it, so too. it's got got the legs to be in like those um those fighting game events that they have yeah. yeah i can't think of them but um yeah so so that was that was good for them i wonder if they'll they'll bring it back i don't know how successful it was on a um money level for microsoft but right i'd like to see the franchise continue me too um so what would you say post um... so that year was was pretty good for fighting games in general 94 but there were a couple of other ones like primal rage is one that that deserves a mention like i feel like it was out overshadowed by a lot of other games but it was pretty cool man a fighting game with dinosaurs i thought it was pretty neat yeah yeah it was neat uh Never one that I was like, oh, I really want to get good at this. But I thought it was neat and a neat idea. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and, it had and cool, cool fatalities. Once you know, again, as well. a more a Mortal Kombat uh, uh, inspired. Definitely. Definitely, game. definitely. Um, and so also that year, we had Virtua Fighter 2. So we, we should mention at least Virtua Fighter at this point, too. <laughs> yeah. Which was never a one that I was super into. I was, you know, I would watch people play it or whatever. The first one never really appealed to me at all. Right. In fact, it was I remember just being the like, first one. yeah, I just remember being like, uh, I'm just going to stick to street fighter and Mortal yeah. Kombat. But it was the second one. I remember to kind of took a, took a jump where I was like, Oh, okay. This kind of looks like a real game now. Yeah. The virtual fighter is like such an or the original at least is such an early step in the idea of like a 3d fighting game there's definitely some growing pains um i do like virtual fighter and i like some of the characters but to me like if i'm thinking 3d fighting game there's several franchises that are right. and ahead the, of it, the, right the one that i would consider to be the best came out in 94 which is tekken tekken you mm -hmm. gotta talk about Tekken when you're talking about 3D. I think it's what popularized. I think it's fair to say it's what popularized and um, sort of really kicked off 
3D fighting games was Tekken, right? Like, I can't... I'm sure there's I agree. You know, other steps along the way, but this was, like, the big one, right? Yeah, I totally agree. And I really feel like Tekken 2 was really the one that kind of took it to, like, super popular levels. Because yeah. I remember that being a big deal in the arcade, Tekken 2. Um, um, watching Eddie Gordo. Everybody used Eddie Gordo when that game came out. You remember? Because you uh-huh. can kind of button mash your way yep. to victory with him. Yep. Um, so everybody was playing as that guy to start and I would see, you'd see dudes who would play as King who knew how to do like the chain throws, like the four part chain throws that would take like 80% of your health. And right. Right. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, but man, I, I love Tekken. I love that franchise. So the first time I got to play a Tekken game, cause I don't remember if I just wasn't going to the arcade, um, enough or, or as much, or if it had maybe started to close or something. I never played Tekken in the arcade. Never. Mm-hmm. The first time I got to play a Tekken game was when I rented a PlayStation one weekend from Blockbuster, and the game I took home was Tekken 2, and that's mm-hmm. all the game I needed for those that two days of that PlayStation rental, my dude. Mm-hmm. Wow, did I was I impressed. And, like, that was one of those things, like, it didn't have the hugest... Uh, roster, but I beat the game with every character that weekend, and like, like so to me, it did a really good job of making memorable characters. Because like, if you ask me about Killer Instinct, there's they're memorable characters, but I definitely have to like think a little harder about it. You know what I mean? Um, with Tekken, you mentioned Tekken, and immediately I'm thinking of like King the wrestler guy that's got the leopard head. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Yoshim- Yoshimitsu, who is fucking weird as hell. The giant mm-hmm. bear. Um, <laughs> yep. Kazua, who <laughs> is... Nina and yeah. uh, her sister, yeah. Anna. I yep. love I playing as them. Like you said, um, Eddie yeah, the, Gordo. Hey, Hachi. Eddie Gordo. Uh, the big Jack, the robot guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of memorable characters in Tekken. Yeah, and... and really fucking cool uh a franchise that i um followed pretty um for a pretty long time so like once i got my playstation i bought the first two ever used games you remember the first time you ever bought a used game from a game store um the first two i ever bought were tekken and tekken 2 and they were like 10 bucks a piece Nice. I don't remember the first one, no, but I remember loving the idea that I could do that. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure that I bought Tekken, the first Tekken used. Now, the um, second one I bought the day it came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was super stoked for that. And I, I got Tekken 3 for sure. Tekken Tag Tournament I had on the PlayStation 2. I bought Tekken Tag Tournament on PlayStation 2 launch day. It was one of the games mm-hmm. I got. Um, and, and then yeah, I, think I think four was kind of where I, because I, I got four and I don't know, I think I took a break from the Tekken series a little bit after four. Yeah, my break would have been post Tekken three. So like I never played Tekken tag uh, or anything post that until Tekken seven. I think when we started to kind of dip our toes and yeah, possibly playing some other games. I definitely took a... Um, um, a break post Tekken 4. Interestingly enough, Tekken 4 has my favorite Tekken character, 
and it's Christy Montero. I think that's how you say oh, her yeah. last name. Mm-hmm. And she's like the student and she's one of Eddie Gordo's students. So she's kind of like Eddie Gordo, but faster. Um, that's my favorite. Like if I could just main that character in any Tekken game, that would, uh, that'd be all I need. That's my favorite Tekken mm-hmm. character. And yeah, like you said, I've played some Tekken seven and it seems solid, but wow the roster there's so many characters there's like 54 i'm looking forward to um tekken 8 when that comes out because i'll jump in on the ground floor on that one yeah yeah and uh and that'll that's usually goes better for me and you know we talked about mortal kombat's influence right on different video games mortal kombat had a huge influence um, on the more modern video games because they introduced the idea of these guest characters as DLC. Because, like, remember in, was it Mortal Kombat 9 or 10 that you could get, like, Freddy and Jason and the alien and shit? Now all these fucking fighting games have guest characters. And Tekken 7 is no different. Like, Akuma is playable. Negan from The Walking Dead for some fucking re- reason. Um, right. the main character of final <laughs> fantasy 15, like there's, they just do guest characters now. It's, it's crazy. I guess yeah, you, and another game that we'll it. probably talk a little bit about, excuse me, was, um, soul, soul caliber, soul edge. And they also were kind of early on that yep. guest train. Well, yeah. yeah, that, and I think you, I think you could, uh, um, give soul caliber, um, that, credit you could also give smash brothers that credit after a certain point when they started adding you know characters that weren't nintendo based and mortal Kombat. i think those are the three that kind of were like oh let's do guest characters from other franchises that have nothing to do with fighting games and shit right right we could do that holy shit we could get solid snake in this um, so yeah, let's talk about Soul Calibur because I don't know that that's necessarily the next one in line for me, but it's a really, real. It's it's hard for me to choose whether I like Soul Calibur or Tekken better when it comes to a three D uh, fighting game. I definitely like Tekken better, but I do feel like, particularly the Dreamcast version of Soul Calibur, which mm. I think came out in ninety nine. It was um, it was a launch title for the Dreamcast. Okay, yeah, I really loved that. That was a I got really into that cuz being just a really good fighting game available that early in that system. And I had played um the one that was on PlayStation 1. I guess that one was just Soul Edge. Yes, I never came... played that. Okay, yeah, I was into it. I wasn't great at I've never was great at those games. But you don't have to be great at those when you bring them home. You know, you can mm-hmm. just kind of get through the game. It's not too difficult to see all the endings and they just did so much cool extra stuff with those home releases. Do you yeah. remember they had these weird little story modes for every character and you'd mm-hmm. go around the little map and mm-hmm. I just that was that was a really cool idea that hasn't really kind of been revisited since either. Felt like they had some pretty groundbreaking ideas. The 3D movement in those games, Tekken as well. Um I've never been great at them. Right. Like I'm not super great at I prefer 2D fighters, but I do enjoy that aspect of them. I'm just not very good at it. <laughs> but Soul Calibur, you know, it's like, do you want weapon combat or do you want martial arts with Tekken? Right. And uh, both cool. Um, yeah. And 
so I think Tekken might have the edge as far as, and maybe this is just personally. Um, in fact, I'm sure it's just personally for me because I know it's one of those things that somebody's going to hear this and go, oh, no way. But I think Tekken may have the edge on like memorable characters for me yeah, personally. I would say so. Um, I think so. That's not to that's not to take too much away from the no, characters in Soul Calibur. They had some good ones too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, they did. Um, Mitsurugi, I really like. He's maybe my favorite, like non guest character. I know it's kind of basic. I can't think of their names, but there was like a dude, Sig Siegfried, the guy in the big suit of armor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, he was thick. I yeah. loved that that character design. Yeah. Um, Ivy, Ivy, the, uh, really cool. She was cool. Valdo, that freaky weird dude who looks like he could have been an, an enemy in a From game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> for guest characters, like they did some pretty cool ones, like Link. From yeah, they did some wild ones. They would do back in the day. They would do um, an exclusive guest character per console. So like. Console, yeah. On Soul Calibur on GameCube, the guest character was Link. Soul Calibur on PlayStation Two was, or the character was it? Hey, was it Heihachi? Was it him or was it? Uh, uh, um, they did Spawn as well, but I can't remember which system got which. I think it was Heihachi, and Spawn was the Xbox exclusive. Yeah, character. that sounds right. That sounds right. And then, um, like. The, on one of them they did yoda and darth vader i was gonna say was i imagining that they did yoda i was gonna ask nope. i, I would, didn't want to look stupid but I, in my head i'm like i swear there was a yoda <laughs> so yep. i'm glad you said that <laughs> in soul caliber three i believe no in four in four darth vader was a playstation um exclusive character and yoda was an xbox and then eventually they put them both out so like oh, on god i was that's brutal. Like oh. for you, like yeah. you'd have, you'd, I gotta get them both. <laughs> no, I actually waited and got it once Good. you could yeah. buy the DLC. So like uh, I got it on Xbox and then I just had to buy the Darth Vader DLC and you could unlock, um, uh, fucking star killer from, uh, the force unleashed as like a secret nice. character in that same one. <clears throat> and then in the most recent one, like two B from, um, oh, from near, near, oh, hell yeah. Uh, Geralt of Rivia is one. Um, there's a couple others too. Those are those are two good ones. They're two really honestly. good ones. In my mind, pretty I iconic so character. Um, but I do enjoy those. I do enjoy a good Soul Calibur game. Um, so another 3D fighter that has always kind of cracked me up is the Dead or Alive series. Oh yeah, that one. That one had some fun moments, but it quickly kind of became a parody of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, around the time they did the beach volleyball game, well, like buddy, <laughs> that's fine to say, but I remember <laughs> renting one of the Dead or Alive's. Maybe it was Dead or Alive Two on the uh-huh. Dreamcast, and getting home and seeing that there was a slider for boob physics in the <laughs> options and i was like oh my goodness it's a whole new world <laughs> oh, spend a little time alone with dead or alive too like it always ha- it was always kind of horny steve but it ramped the horny up real yeah, they, quick they leaned they leaned into it which oh, is yeah. something to be said about that they leaned into it 
hard. I mean, like you're saying, yeah. extreme beach volleyball games and all kinds of shit, man. And they're yeah. they're solid 3D fighters. Like, it, I do think it's funny whenever someone's like, "Oh man, I play a lot of Dead or Alive," and I'm like, "I'm sure you do, Mister Harry Palms." <laughs> Yeah, I've never met anybody who's like uh, into the dead or alive scene. Yeah. <laughs> you but know? they're solid. I I played the early ones because I was looking for for fighters, you mm-hmm, know, back mm-hmm. then. I wanted to find something new, but yeah, that one never really managed to to land with me too much. But I definitely played a few of them. It's 3D boobies, the fighting game. <laughs> jiggly, yep. jiggly 3D boobies, the fighting game. <laughs> hilarious so somewhere around oh, on, in that area on. one oh, second yeah, do it do it i also have to bring up the amount of insane dlc they do for the newer dead or alive games like <laughs> street fighter 4 opened up the the door for like paying for new costumes right and yep. dead or alive was just like we're gonna cover every fetish <laughs> You know what I mean? That like there are so many DLC costumes. Like, because sometimes when you go to like the Xbox store or the PlayStation store and you go down to the sales just to see what's on sale, they'll have each of those Dead or Alive costume DLCs listed separately for sale. And they and buddy, shoo, they're spicy. They're spicy. <laughs> I got them all. <laughs> just kidding. But who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I won't be playing the Steam Deck tonight. Um, oh, my goodness. So what were you going to say? Something that was also around um, this so, same time. So I guess around this time was around the time Marvel, the Marvel things kind of started to happen. Even before Marvel vs. Capcom, I want to say there were a couple of fighting games. Yeah, there was like X-Men Children of the Atom. Children Adam. of the Atom. Yep. yep. And mm-hmm. one just called Marvel like- Superheroes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a Marvel superheroes versus something I think they might have even done. Well, they did Street um, Fighter versus X-Men. That's it. Marvel Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter is what it was called. came out in 97. Uh, and that's also the same year that Star Wars Masters of Terrorist Kasai came out. We're going to talk about that one, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, those... Because it wasn't like I was reading fucking Arcade Owners Weekly. You know what I mean? And I remember the first time, because you would go to the arcade or you would go somewhere that had arcade machines. Like, I don't know if you have experience, like, playing arcade machines not in an arcade. Like, you would go to the grocery store or to Walmart and they'd have, like, a lineup of, you know, like, four arcade games right in the entrance. Right. And the first time I ever saw the first marvel game it might have been children of the atom that i saw i couldn't believe it like i it was one of those things where i was like looking around going is this a dream an x-men fighting game mind yeah you. man Oof. they're perfect for it you know I yeah mean, it just this is all the specialties there was an x-men versus street fighter that came after that mm-hmm. and then there the one after that was marvel superheroes versus street fighter but to me they really just started getting it going when it became marvel versus capcom yeah uh, and that's I when mean, the I was... formula really hit and marvel versus capcom yep. 2 and marvel versus <sighs> capcom 3 are two of the best fighting games ever made 
I love them both so much. Uh, the second one to me, I mean, like I love the third one too. You and I played a ton of that back in the day, but the second one, there's just so much memorable about it. Like really the, the theme song, like everybody who's oh, played that God. game immediately knows what I, what I'm do it. The melody when I, say, on, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm going to take you for a ride okay. and that's all they need to hear. <laughs> I mean, I could sing it if you really want me to, but, nice. uh, everybody is hearing it in their head right now so it's it it the the way they did tag combat yeah where you could like it would be part of a combo in part of a combo exactly yeah, yeah like you'd just be in the middle of whipping some dude's ass with wolverine and you hit the button and then cyclops is in there finishing it up with a with a eye blast or whatever mm-hmm. so, so cool man and just seeing them fighting against like all the street fighter dudes and oh. And like they the, got they got wild with it later with like Resident Evil shit. Well, <laughs> so, so. yeah, like Marvel versus Capcom, man, was especially that second one has such beautiful like sprite models for each character. Like mm-hmm. it's just so fucking cool, man. Like I agree. And then like Marvel versus Capcom two is or three rather is solid as hell. Like you said, we played a lot of it. I remember like you coming over on the day DLC came out for that game. Cause like we played a bunch of street fighter four and then went to Marvel versus Capcom three when it mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. We and played a ton. It's probably the one I've played the most. I just kind of yearn for that, like Sprite artwork style from the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can I totally can see that. And I mean I, I also really liked the character choices. They they went out there with it, especially with the, the Capcom stuff. You know, you play it like as Mega Man, mm-hmm. which you know, characters that you wouldn't normally like expect to be in a fighting game, but they they were able to put them in there and make them actually work pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't just an afterthought. Yeah, and then like the Marvel characters, they would pick some interesting Marvel characters, like you know what I mean? Like you would have your your obviously your spider-man you'd have your wolverine who was probably one of the most popular comic book characters in the world at the time not that he's still not you know but um, yeah absolutely it was just so fucking cool and then exactly like you said when they started branching off and adding uh, uh resident evil characters and and stuff like that and uh I'm going to say the dog. What's the dog's name? He used to be one of my go-tos. <sighs> oh, the Okami? Yeah. The the main character from uh, Okami. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Yeah, you were good with that. Yeah, that my, little wolf. And any game that can let me uh, have Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Ryu on the same <laughs> fucking team, bruh. Sign me up, my dude. Sign me up. Spider-Man, he was cool in that game too, man. I was yep. good with Spider-Man as well. Yep. Your, um, I liked uh, Super Scroll. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. I, had, I was not going to let it go by without mentioning Super Scroll. You used to whip my ass with Super Scroll. I knew how to do combos with him pretty good. At, like I'd just start matches off with like 38-hit combos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Just demoralize Oh, right away come on i know you were looking forward to telling a story i it just popped into my head about you whipping that dude's ass oh and... yeah so so you've made mention of the roommate who shall not be named uh-huh. uh in the past and 
we were hanging out uh, at your place and he brought a friend over. I can't remember where he knew him from, from but work. they were kind of talking. We're, were we playing Marvel versus Capcom too, yep. or was yep. Yep. we, so we were just playing it. That's right. And he was, he, he was like, I'm good at this game. And I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> let's play, you know? And it was like a pretty, pretty knockdown drag out fight. Like it came down to it. But I could tell that you were really like wanting me to win, and uh -huh. I really wanted to win. Yep. For the for the pride of the house, and I ended up winning. <laughs> and as soon as I won, like the dude just immediately like put his controller down and walked away, like he didn't care. Yep. Cool. cool. <laughs> it was so awesome. It's cool. Whatever. Oh, man. Whatever. <laughs> yep. Great. Um, did you ever try out Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, the the latest one? I never did, unfortunately. I bought that shit uh, on like a Black Friday sale at GameStop. Like, you know, on Black Friday, GameStop will be like, uh, we'll pay you $5 to leave with three used games. Well, at least that's how it used to be. Right. <laughs> and I picked that up and, uh, and I picked up three fighting games. I got that, Soul Calibur Six, and Injustice 2 and um, did not come away thinking marvel versus capcom infinite was that great maybe it would have been different had we been playing against each other but didn't really do it for me didn't really do yeah. it for me like i think a lot of people kind of agree with you on that on that one it wasn't uh as well received as previous games and look i love marvel i love marvel movies i love marvel comics but marvel can be sort of dickheads right in that like because at the time, now it would be different, but at the time they didn't own the rights anymore to, or they didn't own the rights to like X-Men characters and stuff. And so they, you know, have this big expansive movie universe. So those are the characters that they're going to allow Capcom to use or want Capcom to use. So because they didn't own any X-Men um, characters at the time, no X-Men characters in the newest Marvel vs. Capcom. No uh, Wolverine yeah like Wolverine is yeah. a staple of the franchise yeah I mean he's almost the face of the franchise like yeah. if you were to if you were to have two guys on the cover it would be Ryu and Wolverine right yep like yep yep Absolutely. just not having having the X-Men in the game is is a, a huge <laughs> a huge blow um now uh the other what's funny to me is like you know for a lot of people they um pit Mortal Kombat up against Street Fighter as far as 2D fighters are concerned and it's been one of those things I've never engaged in because I like them both both a lot but it yeah, is same. really funny to me that the way things shook out was that Capcom you know has this partnership with Marvel for fighting games and then NetherRealm <laughs> has this partnership with DC for fighting games and the two injustice fighting games are really fun but i don't think we can let them eke on by without mentioning the first attempt which was dc universe versus mortal Kombat. i believe what is what it was called i think so yeah i never played it but i remember just seeing kind of pictures of it and being like wow i am not interested in this at all it was <laughs> bad i did play it um and it was it's sort of semi 3D because it's around the time for a while there, Mortal Kombat tried to make the the transition to 3D for, in like you know the PlayStation 2 and early PlayStation 3 era, 
they would be yeah, sort of kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Not a great time for Mortal Kombat. And then, you know, they do the Mortal Kombat reboot with nine, and the next game they follow it up with is the original Injustice, which we played which quite a bit. Very of. good. Very yeah, good. Very good. Um, I think that uh, I think they knocked it out of the park with the. Well, I never played the second one, so I can't speak on it. I'm sure, but yeah, I'm did. sure it was we played it one similar night. quality. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. It was on Game Pass, and yep. we did have one night where we played it, and yep. it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Um, like the story mode was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. as as Nether Realm usually does. Yep, and you know they um, it's mainly DC characters, but they do sneak a couple of um uh Mortal Kombat characters in there and stuff like that and eventually I think it was in was it Injustice 2 that added the nin- yeah added the Ninja Turtles as DS- DLC <laughs> characters that's right, and yeah. stuff um that's pretty cool though a really solid fucking uh 2D fighter is the Injustice yeah, series I- like I don't think I like it as much as, you know, Mortal Kombat, but I do no. think that it's a very good representation of the DC franchises, you know, which you couldn't say before. And they have these crazy ass, um, I can't even remember what they're called, the, the like, the cinematic moves. What are those things called? Like... Oh, I, like, they're the they're called the X-ray moves in Mortal Kombat, yes, right? But yes. in DC... Uh, it's I don't know. It's like their superpower move or yeah. whatever. And like, like if the flash, the flash will run all the way around the world to punch you in the face. Yeah. it's pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, or like Batman pull like calls in the Batwing and it pulls you up into space and shoots you on the way. To, like it's they're all mm-hmm. super over the top and really comic booky and really fun to pull off on a friend of yours. Like if you can get one yeah. of those off and. The two of y'all just have to sit back and watch this. It's like watching a Final Fantasy summon. <laughs> <laughs> it goes a little faster than that, but you're right. Like it's a it's a lengthy cutscene, and the thing about it is they're easy to do. It's just pull the triggers, so yep. anybody can do them. You know, and I kind of like that. Like people who are new to it, you can do something that looks really awesome without having to yep. memorize like a, a complicated control setup or something like that. It's pretty cool. Um. So another game series that neither of us have a ton of experience with, I have a little more, would be Super Smash Brothers, right? Yeah, I don't have, I, I mean, I might have an hour total of yeah. Smash Brothers experience in my entire life. It's just a, a franchise. I, I never got into Nintendo fighting games post uh, Super Nintendo. So. Well, like post, it's like you didn't have a 64, right? You didn't have, did you have a GameCube? So you never had a GameCube. You never had a Wii, right? Right. Never had a Wii yeah, U. Fact, this, the Switch is the system that we own. I And that's yeah. not even mine. That's my wife's. You know? Yeah. So like like I was saying, like I was on, like I had a GameCube, um, but I never played Super Smash Brothers on GameCube. I played a tiny bit of the 64 one, um, mm-hmm. but it just never grabbed me for some reason. And then, when the one on the switch came out, I was like, all right, I need to check out, um, this game. I need to finally check out, um, smash brothers. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's this big deal. Cause the roster is massive and there's all these guest characters and stuff. And 
I get the hype. I get the hype behind a Smash Brothers game now. Um, I'm not great at it. Um, I haven't played much multiplayer, but I, I get why people like them. And I could see how playing with a big group of friends would be really fun and chaotic. Um, totally. Yeah, it seems like a great party game Can I, um, from, from what I've seen. Can I do something for you real quick? I just think of this course. is going to be funny. I'm going to read off to you the character list for smash brothers ultimate and this is going to include all the dc dlc characters okay and if i say somebody and you're not familiar where they're from let me know steve and i'll i'll let you know okay okay let's go banjo and kazooie bayonetta bowser bowser jr byleth captain falcon who's who's, who's byleth uh the main character from the latest fire emblem game um okay. captain falcon charizard Krom, a Fire Emblem character, Cloud Strife, Corin, a Fire Emblem character, Daisy, Dark Pit, Dark Samus, Diddy Kong, Donkey Kong, Dr. Mario, Duck Hunt, Falco, Fox, Ganondorf, Greninja, the hero from Dragon Quest, Ice Climbers, Ike, Incineroar, Inkling, Isabel, Ivysaur, Jigglypuff, Joker from Persona 5, Kazuwa from Tekken, Ken from Street Fighter, King Didi, Didi, King K. Rule, Kirby, Link, Lil Mac, Lucario, Lucas, Lucina, Luigi, Mario, Marth, Mega Man, Meta Knight, Mewtwo, Me Brawler, Me Gunner, Me Sword Fighter, Min Min, Mr. Game and Watch, Mithral, Ness from Xenoblade, uh, from Mother. Or uh, Earthbound, Olimar, Pac-Man, Palatunia, Peach, Pichu, Pikachu, Piranha Plant, Pit, Pyra, Richter, Ridley, Rob, Robin, Rosalina and Luna, Roy, Ryu, Samus, Sephiroth, Sheik, Sulk, Simon, Snake, Sonic, Sora, Squirtle, Steve from Minecraft. Terry, <laughs> Toon Link, Villager, Wario, Wii Fit Trainer, Wolf, Yoshi, Young Link, Zelda, and Zero Suits, Samus. Sheesh, dude. I'll say I knew maybe uh, half the list. I didn't want to stop you every time, though, because we this is not a four-part podcast. <laughs> Characters from 40 different franchises. 40 different franchises uh, represented in one giant fighting game. It's pretty fucking cool. A lot of dudes. It's a lot of dudes, man. And, like, how do you even pick a main, right? Like, for me, it was like, well, Cloud. <laughs> I'm going to play Cloud, obviously. Um, but otherwise, man, there's... I can't even imagine this being one of those games where I have a bunch of characters I play, like Street Fighter or something, right? Because there's mm -hmm. just so many of them. Um. A game series I wanted to bring up that uh, was a highlight of the Dreamcast for me. I don't know if you had much time with it. was a series called Power Stone by Capcom. I I vaguely remember Power Stone. Uh, you bring it up all the time, and I, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it, because maybe it'll jog my memory a little bit. Okay, so Power Stone was, um, I would say, three-dimensional right but and in the first game had a fairly small cast of i think of like um 10 characters right 
and around the levels there would be shit you could pick up and beat the other characters with like you could pick up you know chairs um sometimes bombs like all these different environmental things you could interact with to throw or fuck up with your your opponent with and occasionally these three different colored power stones would spawn in and if you collected them all your character would then have this crazy anime style transformation into a more powerful version of that oh, character that rings a that rings a bell um like the main i guess sort of the main character face of the first one is a character named edward and he um he's got like a red he's like a pilot right so he's got like a red suit on and the pilot goggles above his head and when he transforms mm -hmm. he transforms into this crazy like almost power rangery uh, Ultraman looking character and then then in that mode you can do like your big special moves and it's real fast it's not it's it's not the same pace of a like a Tekken or a, a Soul Calibur it's fast like a Capcom game almost right right mm -hmm. and, I'm watching some footage of it right now actually as you're telling me and it's 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 this is definitely not one I played really you never played <laughs> oh Buddy, if we ever get a Power Stone remaster or a new one, I'm buying you a copy and we're getting down on Power Stone. Because otherwise, Hell I don't yeah. know how we would play it. Because the first two games are on Dreamcast and then they eventually put out a compilation of Power Stone 1 and 2 on the PSP. Um, that's the only times it's been released. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Oh, and there was a tie-in yeah, an anime. Game. You said there was a tie-in anime? <laughs> yeah, apparently. I didn't know that. Nice. A lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but that is a thing. Mm -hmm. Persona gets it too. Mm -hmm. uh, did you have any others that you wanted to bring up? Speaking of anime, we we should at least mention Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear uh, is real cool. It's a cool-ass game. The newest one is very good. Um, I terrible at it but me too you know such is life with, with some things that one isn't as bad as some other ones to but it the, a lot of fighting games these days they require some commitment you yeah. know if you want to so, uh, i the my two newest fighting game purchases have been the new guilty gear i think it might be the same for you buddy and the and melty blood right right mm-hmm Buddy, yes. I could not get my I, I could not get my head around either of those games as well as I would want to to play. You know what I mean? And, and right. it might be because I don't have the time to commit to it. Because to, you, you know, I know for people that might not play fighting games, you see a certain style and think like all the two D fighting games play very similar to each other, mm -hmm. but that's not the case. <laughs> like playing Guilty Gear is a different beast than playing a street fighter there's some similarities you know your quarter circle moves and shit like that but the the pacing and then the added mechanics on top of it really make them different there's a game coming out i want to say maybe next month called dungeon fighter duel uh -oh. that i'm slightly excited about let me look this bad boy um, up i haven't heard of this yeah it dnf duel is probably the uh the the quickest way to find it but it looks pretty good another anime fighter uh -oh. but uh from what i understand it's uh it's supposed to be a good one all right 
Gra- I'll, I'll graphics check it are incredible. <laughs> I'm wondering. I can't. I don't know why, buddy. Um, here's a little little something I haven't shared with you. I have been obsessed with looking at uh, fighting game sticks online lately, like arcade oh, sticks. God. Oh man, I want one so bad. Me too, I, it, man. They're they're expensive for the good ones, you yeah. know. I mean, you can kind of you can kind of go a little more budget. The problem I have is they don't maybe different now, but I haven't been able to find a good one for the PlayStation 5. Yeah, cuz which is where most of my games are. For some reason you and I well, because some of them we decided that the PlayStation 5 was going to be our fighting game. Oh, because of Street Fighter. Yeah. This is going to be our fighting game uh, system, right? So, like, that way I don't have to get a a special fighting controller for the PlayStation and the Xbox. If you and I are going to buy a fighting game with the intent of playing with each other, PlayStation 5. We made that friend agreement. Um, Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm definitely more of a gamepad fan, like the ones we normally use. But I don't know why right. the arcade stick is starting to uh, tempt me as much as it does. Because I, if I played Street Fighter Four on my console with my controller I use, I am way better than uh, at that than if I were the, to then go play Street Fighter Four on an arcade. I'm much better with a, a controller than I am the arcade setup. So I don't know, buddy. But I, I know that feeling. So yeah, it's it's tough to find good um, pads like we're used to too. It seems like yeah. it, like I've had a hard time replicating the feel of the the Ken pad I had back in our Street Fighter Four day. So sticks <laughs> seem to be like the most solid way to go. You know, like mm-hmm. you you can get you can customize them so many ways. I've seen so many good looking ones. Like you oh. you could image search and see these custom ones people have done and they're just beautiful they'll make your mouth water you know incredible yeah it's nuts if i had the money i would definitely get something super awesome like an attack on titan stick or something you know but uh it's just can't afford one right now (laughs) yeah yeah they are pricey for the good ones um Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that in the future there'll be like a more priceable option for the PlayStation 5. I don't know. Um, while we're slightly on that topic, I did read somewhere that the Sony is expected to increase production of the PlayStation 5 by like 50% over oh, really? the, you know, in the next couple of months. So I think they might start to be a little easier to get I hope if you so, haven't man. gotten one yet. I, I hope so, buddy. I hope our um, buddy Nick is able to get one. Me too. Yeah, he'd love to play that Demon Souls. Yeah, man. Well, buddy, uh, maybe this will end up being a part one, but I, I think we could hit some of the big ones. Um, yeah, I think so, too. I mean, there's stuff that we didn't talk about, whatever. Like, I know, like, Darkstalkers was one we didn't get to. But, yeah, but I don't have a um, ton of experience with Darkstalkers. I'm a f- familiar with the characters, and I've played some of it, but it's not one that I've played a lot right. of. There's some more niche ones like um, Weapon Lord, which was a Super Nintendo one that I was super fucking excited about for forever because I think it was GamePro had done like an almost developer diary of the game and it had just gotten me so hyped up, but it just kept getting delayed. And when it came out, it just never lived up to the promise it 
yeah. that showed in development. There were some disappointing fighting game moments. We mentioned Master, you mentioned Masters of Terrace Kasi, the mm-hmm. Star Wars fighting game. You want to know someone that was excited for that game? This guy. You want to know someone who bought it on release day, sight unseen, review unseen? This guy. You know who was <laughs> so sad? This guy. It's real bad. No. Um, so, uh, I mean, uh, if if you're a Dragon Ball fan, the newest we've talked about it yeah. slightly. That Dragon Ball Fighters Z is really good. Fucking rad. Fucking rad. Yeah. Really good. So, guys, did we miss any big ones? Are you a big Clay Fighter fan, and you want to let us know? Hit us up at High Post. Teenage Turtles Tournament Fighters. Oh, Turtles Tournament Fighter. Uh, the the Power Rangers fighting game on the Sega Genesis that's awful. Hit us up. Let us know what we forgot or what uh, we whatever. Highpotionpod at gmail dot com. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Uh, give us a review on iTunes, please. We're gonna we're trying to give away a gift card, so. Uh, 12 more reviews gets us to the next gift card. If you're at a family cookout, weather's nice, your uncle's got an iPhone, say, hey, can I borrow that real quick and leave a review for us on your uncle's account? Whatever it takes. Um, and we'll see you guys Yeah, your next. uncle would probably he'd dig us. He might. Who knows? Everybody's uncle <laughs> is different. That's a good point. I Mine went, was pretty different. I, I went to... Uh, I went to see... T- Real quick aside, I went to see Tom Segura last weekend, and he had this oh, funny joke funny. about how wasn't it weird after 2016 finding out which of your uncles was racist? And then he <laughs> took a beat and he goes, and it turns out most of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe maybe if you got a racist uncle, he wouldn't dig the show. You're like, what is this? I don't know, man. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>